You're listening to the Church 2911 Sermons Podcast. You can follow along with the notes for this message and get better connected with our church by visiting church2911.com connect. Now, here's Pastor Rick or another member of our team with this week's message. All right, so, you know, there's different ways that we all hope around Christmas, you know? Like, some of us, we hope for a big surprise, right? I'm the big surprise guy. I do not want a hint about my Christmas present. I don't want a hint. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. I want the surprise, okay? Some of us hope for a big surprise. Anybody like me? Does you, you like the big surprise? Anybody? Just a few of you? Just a few of you. Yeah, all the rest of y'all, y'all just mess it up for all the rest of us, though, right? Yeah. Uh, and, in, and in some of us, you know, we hope for something we really, really like. So we want just a little peek right now, right? We just want a peek, you know? I don't have to, ha- you don't have to let me open the present today or not, but I just want to peek and see. I want to make sure I'm getting something good. You know, I, I promise I'll be surprised when I open it later, right? Come on. How many of you are like that, right? Right? Okay, right? And then there's the other, the other ones of you, right? That you don't, not only do you want a hint, not only do you want to peek, you want to open the present as soon as it goes under the Christmas tree. Okay, who is that? Who is that? Right, right, yep, yep, yep. Can't wait, can't wait. We all hope for different things. Hope for surprises. We, we hope for, for something we really, really want, or we hope for it now, right? And sometimes we can kind of cross the lines and go a little different direction. And that's the way, that's the way hope is. Today, that's what we're talking about. Got some presents up here, you know, and and uh, I, I should have made sure, yeah, I think I've got it. I should have made sure I knew what they were after they were wrapped, you know, but uh, we've got some presents over here, and, uh, and they're, they're kind of different. They show us some of the things of hope, okay? So let's, let's begin right here. Uh, Lindsay Lamb, where are you, Lindsay? Right there on the front, it's almost staring right at you. Give me, give me somebody to come up and get a, get a free present today. Emily Miller. Emily, 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 yeah, come on. Oh, we don't have our, chair, our stairs up here today. Come on, I'll give you a hand. I think you're like me. you got good long legs. You'll be able to get up here. Okay, Emily. Now, here's what we're going to do. Let you open that big, tall one right there, okay? Now, last week, Andrew got to, if you missed, you weren't here last week, you missed it. Andrew got to do a hula hoop, yeah? Okay, no hula hoop today, okay, Emily? So, all right, good, good. All right. So, I think this was in our commercial a few moments ago, right? So, uh, I don't think we've got time to play a game of this. But can you, can you describe it? Can you rap like the guy did in the commercial? No. Okay. Can you tell, explain it to us just a little bit? This is something that um, my fiancé plays way too uh, hard to do. So, uh, but it's building blocks. Number three. And it's a competition to see who can pull the most blocks out without making it fall over. Okay. So the whole rub about the thing is that potential that for one piece can make it all fall over. can make it all fall over what again what a horrible game somebody has created <laughs> right for Christmas the whole thing falls down when somebody pulls the wrong piece right right yep yep thank you Emily take that with you yeah and uh, yeah and play it with be careful thank you all right so so Jenga let's go ahead and let me let me just go ahead and give you a description of it Jenga the toy, the game of fear, right? I mean, that's what it is. It's like you're uh, sitting there the whole time, right? You know, you ever played it before? You know what I'm talking about? You're sitting the whole time. It's just, it's just fear, 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 fear. And, and so you like this? 
Is that what we like? You know, it's something about the emotion in it, right? It's something about that. It's not that we really like fear, but we like that emotion. We like that adrenaline that gets pumping in there, something to excite us and whatever. And it's not just that we're in fear all the time because once our fear is over, then we get to watch somebody else have fear, right? And that's the good part. It's like fear, fear, you you know, and just repeat, repeat, repeat. That's the way the game is, right? It's the way a lot of people live their lives today. Right? I mean, come on, fear. I made it. Fear. We made it. We get off work on our way home. Well, nobody got laid off today. You've been there, haven't you? And thankfully, I was thankfully most of all me that I didn't get laid off today. That get home and flip on the light switch. Alabama power didn't pull the meter today. We got one more night with heat. Yeah. Lay down to go to bed. Well, the kids had something to eat today. And maybe, maybe there'll be some more tomorrow. Or hear the wife soundly sleeping and say, we didn't have that big fight I was worried we were going to have today. You know, that, that sounds like fantasy land for some of you. Like you've never, never heard of that. But think back, and some of you will remember, and realize that sitting here today are people that are dealing with those exact same fears every day of their life. And with this thought that maybe, maybe something could happen, maybe something could change, maybe some miracle will take place before I have to play this game again tomorrow morning. Because, see, that's, that's the thing. And, and, you know, and this, that's not living in fear. That, that's living in dread. It's to live like that. And you know what? Jesus Christ did not die so that you would live in dread. If you're living in that, get out of it. He didn't die for you to be there. He came out of the grave. And if you're living in dread, you're still in your grave. Come out of that grave. He knocked, the, he knocked the, the stone out of the way, and he came out, and it's still open. When, when, when the women got there the next day after Jesus came back to life, when the disciples showed up and checked it out, the stone was still gone. Nobody rolled it back. It's still open. You can come out today. You can come out of your dread. You can come out of your fear. You can come out of that, made it one more day. Jesus did not die so that you would live in that kind of life. As a matter of fact, Jeremiah 29, 11, right? right? We know that one around here. Can I tell you something? This is an awesome scripture. Let me tell you why. It's not because we chose it. <laughs> you know, and that's an awesome scripture. This has been an awesome scripture for 2,000 years. Well, actually about, uh, actually about 2,500 years since before you and I were even born on this earth. This has been an awesome scripture, okay? I want you to understand. It's not awesome because we think it's our scripture, there are a lot of people that this is their scripture. This is an awesome scripture. And here's, here's what it's saying. Israel was living in dread. They knew we've blown it, we've messed up, we've failed you, we've served other gods, we've done things that are despicable, and you can't bless it. You're not going to bless us. You're not going to look favorably upon us. You're not going to do anything for us. And what did, what did God say in response to that? I know the plans I have for you. I kind of like the way one, I heard one guy say it this way. He says, like, God's like saying, don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. I know the plans I have for you. And I see, I can hear somebody saying it that way. 
Don't tell me that. I know the plans I have for you. They are pl- I, want, I want you to see all these words right here, okay? They are plans for good and not for disaster. You need to quit going to bed at night dreaming that you're going to wake up and tomorrow you're going to have to do it again. And tomorrow you're going to have to do it again. And the next day you're going to have to keep saying, we got through one more day. God says, my plans for you are good, not for disaster, to give you a future. A future and a hope. Now what is a future? A future, that sounds like something different than today. A future is something different than my present. A future is something different than my past. So somebody help me here. Anybody getting this? That a future is something different than a whatever, what I already have. That God dreams, he dreams of giving you a future that is different than what you've had in the past and what you have today. He dreams of giving you a hope. And that's the sermon today. Is that we have hope. That's what you got when Jesus came for the first Christmas. That's what you got under your spiritual Christmas trees. You got hope. You got hope. In addition to what we talked about last week, today, I want, you, I want to tell you about another present. You got hope. because of, and, and, and this hope, I think sometimes we misunderstand it a little bit, so I want to make sure we don't misunderstand. Okay? So let's give away another present. Anita Pollard. Send me somebody. Zoe. Come on, Zoe. Let Zoe come up and, and, and open a present this morning. No hula hoops, I promise, Zoe, okay? All right. Uh, there you go. It's not quite as fun as Christmas because you know there's not a car or anything really big in here, right? So what is that, Zoe? It's a slinky. And, and Oh, I'm sorry. Microphone. Pastor's not on top of it today. Okay, so can, can you help us? Okay, now, uh, you, let me make sure everybody knows. I've played with these when I was a kid. Please don't anybody go out and buy all these presents because poor old pastor, you don't know a thing about him, never got to play with him as a kid, okay? No, I'm just having to play ignorant, okay, so we can get all this out here, right? Okay, so tell us about a slinky. What is a slinky? Do you know? <laughs> yeah, you can go, okay, let's open it. We figure out how to open it. There you go. Just tear the box open. Okay. So some of y'all, I know you are meticulous about tearing everything open, you know, and not tearing any tape. How many of you just rip into it? Doesn't matter anything. Okay. So it's, so it's okay for you to do that because they do it too. All right. All right. Still can't. Come on. Let's just take. There we go. Now. Now. All right. So now, what is it a slinky does? You let it go and it goes back up. Ah. Okay. It does that. What else does it do? <laughs> okay. All right. So what does it do by itself? Nothing. Nothing? It doesn't do anything by itself? What kind of a toy is that? I mean, it ought to do a little something by itself. I mean, put a, it doesn't have a battery compartment or something, right? Okay. Now, I did, I did see some kids on a commercial, and uh, I think we might have missed that one a bit ago, but about how it will walk downstairs. We don't really have stairs for it to walk down. It'll, it'll do that? It'll do that if you get it started? It'll walk downstairs. You ever seen that before? We'll show that commercial later, all right? All right. <laughs> all right, thank, thank you, Zoe. You don't have to have the box, but you can take your present if you want to. Come on. All right, thank you, Zoe. Okay, so it doesn't do anything by itself, and the only thing it can do is fall right? The only thing it can do, even going down those steps, the only thing it can do is go downhill, right? That's all it can do. All right, John Maxwell said this about uphill and downhill stuff. Everything worthwhile 
is uphill. Everything worth, that's, that is good. That's some good stuff right there. Everything worthwhile is uphill. All right, now I've got, I got four little points to throw at you here. And, and for the sake of time, I'm going to squeeze them all right here on one slide. I want you to do the best you can. I know some of y'all struggle with this. Don't read ahead of me. All right, <laughs> try not to. Let's, let's stick with them one at a time if we can. All right, so here's the thing. Downhill is easy. How many of you agree with that? Anybody ever fallen downhill? Was it tough to do? <laughs> right, it was easy, wasn't it? Falling downhill is the easiest thing you can do. All right, even dead things flow downstream, right? You ever seen something dead like a dead stick flowing downstream or something worse, right? You know, even dead stuff flows downstream. So to flow with the stream is nothing special. You can be dead and do that. Third, anything besides downhill takes effort, even just holding your ground. Think about standing on the side of a hill. Now, you th I know we kind of think, well, once I get there, I'm good. No, you're still using muscles to stand still. You're still using muscles to stand erect. You're still using muscles to hold your balance. And the moment you stop using your muscles and you don't put any effort, you collapse on the ground, and which way do you roll? <laughs> Not uphill, downhill, right? Okay, and the last thing is going with the flow isn't hope. That's just wishing for luck. And that's what some people say. I hear people say, that I'm just going to go with the flow and just see what happens. You're just hoping luck shows up in your life. That's not any hope. That's not hope. I'm just going to go with the flow and see what happens. What happens in the flow? Dead stuff goes in the flow. The easy stuff comes in the flow. You sit at the bottom of the hill, you get everything that comes down the hill. Good, bad, whatever. The dirt, the grime, everything comes down the hill. There is nothing worth, I mean, John Maxwell said, there's nothing worthwhile at the bottom of the hill. It's all at the top of the hill is that you've got to put forth some effort. So, so here's the thing, is if you just think, well, well, because Jesus showed up and he gave me hope, that means everything's taken care of. No, 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 that, that's, that's wishing for luck. You've got to choose to move on that hope. You've got to choose to function and to operate in that hope. It's like talking about that, that, that tomb that Jesus came out of on the third day when he came back to life. You've got to walk out. There, there's hope, there's new life outside the tomb. But if you're still sitting in the tomb, if you're still sitting there where it's easy, if you're still sitting there where, where everything is comfortable, everything is convenient, everything is being handed to you. Oh, man, a lot of people like that on Sunday mornings, showing up in churches all over the world. Give me something, Pastor, that I can get through the rest of the week. I'll give you something to get you started, but you're going to have to work the rest of the week because I can't give you enough to get you all the way through the week. I'll try, I'll try to get you something, get you motivated, get you started. Here's what I want to give you today is I want you to understand there is hope outside of the tomb that you're living in today. But you've got to stand up and get out of the tomb and walk it every single day and believe and, and not say, I'm going to go with the flow. But when you see, sense the flow, it may be time to go the other way because everything goes with the flow, whether it's right or wrong. But, but when you start sensing the flow, you need to be questioning yourself. Is, you know, if, I'm roll, if I'm rolling with the flow and everything's good, I'm not saying you've got to turn around every time because there are some good, easy, wonderful times. But sometimes you need to question, wait a minute, are things too easy here right now? Everybody else is doing this. So is, is, is this the best thing or is this the popular thing? Is we need to ask the question. So going with the flow isn't hope. That's just wishing for luck. So let me, let me give you that one last one, okay? One, one last toy up here. All right, so Andrew Neal. Now, Andrew, he was really nice last week, and he was willing to come up 
and do the hula hoop for us. So I was going to let him get, send me somebody today, this last final person that he could send up to get a, get a last uh, gift. So Andrew, who, who is it? Is there a Jake? Hey, Jake. All right. Yeah. Come on, Jake. All right, man. Safety team really would appreciate me giving you a hand up, okay? <laughs> Just. All right. So there's one left. You can figure that out, right? I like the and he said he liked the wrapping paper. It's my little pony, in case you can't see. All right. Do you know what that is? Etch a sketch. It looks like a dead computer monitor or something, right? Something like that. Yeah. So it, does it have batteries? I don't think so. Oh uh, no, no batteries. You, you ever used one of these? Uh, when I was younger. When you were younger? Yes, sir. How much young? How much younger could you be, man? <laughs> when I was like ten. <laughs> all right, all right. So, so how does this thing work? You just like turn these things and turn? they draw like a picture. They draw a picture. Yes, sir. Can you draw a good picture? No, sir. Oh, you can. <laughs> So then you just mess the whole thing up? Then you just shake it and it erases. Oh. Yeah. So once you get a bad picture, you can just shake it and it erases. And then try again. But and it try work again out. if it don't work out. Oh, wow. Well, that's a cool gift. That's a cool gift. Okay, so I think we can preach from there, don't you? Okay. Thank you, Jacob. I appreciate that. Thank you, buddy. All right. So, nothing's permanent on the Etch-a-Sketch, right? Nothing's permanent. It's just, it just comes and goes, you know, just however. Nothing, nothing, nothing's permanent. It's like everything ends. Everything ends. Some of you are dealing with that this holiday season, right? Endings. Things are not the same this year as it was last year. Somebody's missing. Family's split. Some kind of trouble has happened. Someone's sick. Grandma's sick and she can't make her dressing that she always makes. Things change. Things end. And that's tough, isn't it? It's tough when things change like that and things end. But can I remind you of this also? That every ending... Is a potential new beginning. You know, it's, it's just what you're looking for. You're looking for the end. You're looking for the back wall of the tomb. Still talking about that tomb Jesus was in, right? You're looking for the back wall, you'll find it. It's right there. Hadn't moved. 20-something hundred years ago now, over 2,000 years ago now, that wall's probably still right there. But if you're looking for something else, you can find it. You're looking for something outside, you can find it. You see, some people take that Etch-a-Sketch and, and they just kind of doodle, you know, and shake it and doodle and shake it and doodle. And then some people, not me, right, but some people with some artistic ability, they'll actually start drawing their little masterpiece, right? Oh, man, if you see someone doing that, please stay away. Don't jostle the table. Don't mess it up because you could just destroy the whole masterpiece, right? So it's like... We can approach it in different ways, just like our life. And you know, when, when, when God created this earth, he gave us lots of different beginnings. He gave us different kinds of beginnings. He gave us a 24-hour day, right? And so every 24 hours, what happens? We got a new day, right? 
He gave us a seven-day week. We're supposed to get some rest toward the end of that, right? And we get to start all over. Who's laughing back there, right? So, you know, that's what he gave. Or, and he gave us seasons so that even the earth can rest. The earth gets new beginnings, these four seasons that happen. He gives us 365 days for a year. And so he gives us these, and, and, and all these beginnings, and they're all different. And we have, to, we have to be careful what we do with these beginnings. Make sure that we're looking at them correctly and make sure we're building on them in the right way. You know, Paul talked about building on a foundation. That when, that when Jesus came, he laid a foundation. And Paul said he laid a foundation that no man can lay. He laid such a foundation for your days, your weeks, your seasons. Come on, I think just a minute. Boy, wouldn't it be good just stop right here and just let you think about that for a minute. Jesus laid foundations for your days. He laid foundations for your weeks. He laid this foundation for the seasons of your life. And he laid this foundation for your life. And there is no other foundation that can be laid like the one he laid for you. But, you know what Paul said in the Word of God? He said, oh, there it is. 1 Corinthians 3.10, but whoever's building on this foundation must be very careful because foundation's not a finished product, is it? That's the beginning. You know, just like we were talking a few moments ago, I, I can give you something to get you going, but you've got to do it. But as you're doing it, be careful how you build on it because you really don't know. You know, you, Jacob's probably pretty sure about, you know, how many new beginnings he gets with the Etch-A-Sketch, right? But what about the other things in our life? We don't know how many of those we get. They're all different. So let's be careful how we build upon them. Be careful how you build upon them because tomorrow morning, most of you get a brand new week at school or a brand new week at work. But be careful because you don't start a new school every week. You don't start a new job every week. At least most of you, right? Amen. You don't get that opportunity to start something new every single week like that. And so, so, so you, have, you have to be careful. You have to realize what are the short-term, the temporary beginnings, and what are the long-term beginnings. You know what I'm talking about? You know, like, like diets. How many diets can you start in a year? There's a lot of pain going on right over here on this front row, and I don't know what it's all about. <laughs> I mean, you know, some, I mean, honestly, some of you, you, you can start a diet every, every week. And, and, you know, and every week, you pretty much get the chance. And <laughs> really, every meal, you get the chance <laughs> to decide, am I going to stick with what I'm doing, or am I going to start a new diet <laughs> called the one I eat what I want to eat, <laughs> you know? We all get the opportunity to start things like that over and over and over and over and over, right? But what about things like marriage? Now, of course, things don't go the way we always dream and hope and plan. And lives go in different directions. People change their minds. People choose other things. And so sometimes marriages end in divorce. But the goal is to have one beginning right the goal is one beginning 
or a marriage. You see, that's what I'm saying. There, there's different things. We've got to know the difference of when we're just doodling and when we're making the masterpiece. We've got to know the difference. It's like, so what is it you're doing in your life this week? What have you chosen? Are, are, are you doodling this week? What are you going to do tomorrow? Are you going to are you be doodling? I'll fix it later. You don't get to change schools next week because you messed it up. You don't get to just change jobs every week because you made the boss mad. You don't get to change spouses every time you blow it. Like with kids. And now, you, you can have ten kids. So say, I could start over ten times. I pray for your first two or three that you don't look at them as just test runs and you know, and you're just starting all over with the others, right? I pray what you're doing is you understand you get one beginning with that child. But by the grace and mercy of God, when you blow it and you mess up, you can apologize. You can explain. You can become humble. You know, don't, don't do it in a haughty attitude. And you can fix things. God gives us new beginnings. Let's not squander them. I, this, this last little thought I, I really want to drive home here I just, I just felt checked in my spirit to just stop and tell someone God wants to give you a new beginning if you'll quit fighting it I, and I, I know what you're saying is you're, you're saying oh it can never be what it was no, what, no you know what it can be better than it was I was told after I broke a bone I was told by the doctor that when it heals, it'll never break there again. It might break right next to it, but it will be stronger than the bone right beside it. And God says, I'll give you a new beginning. You think it can't be the same? It won't be. It'll be different, and that'll make it better in a lot of ways. God wants to give somebody a new beginning here today. Some hope. Some hope. Because Jesus is all about second chances. He's all about second chances. But, let's read this one together. At some point, we have to stop relying on do-overs and start creating the masterpiece that is our life. You can't just keep doing the do-overs. You run from a problem. Want to just start a new school. Want to just start a new job. You run from the problem. The problem isn't in the school or the job. More than likely, you're going to be taking the problem right along with you. Jesus is all about second chances. But we have to stop in our lives. We have to eventually stop relying on do-overs and create the masterpiece that God dreams our life can be. And let me give you that hope today. You've been listening to the Church 2911 Sermons Podcast. If you have a prayer need, our prayer team and staff would love to pray with you. You can send us your prayer request by using the email address prayer at church2911.com. If you would like to know more about our church, including information about our weekly services, please check out church2911.com. Thank you for listening. We hope you know that God has an amazing dream for you. And as always, we dare you to dream.